This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. We talked Joe Mixon. Joe Burrow was efficient while he was out there. He got an early bye, not playing in the fourth quarter, late in the third. And uh, defense. We've talked about the cornerback room. You lose Cheeto, and that was a huge blow. It's still a huge blow right now. Depth is a concern. Mike Hilton didn't play in this game. And Dax Hill leaves the game to be determined on his scans. They are complete, but we don't know the timetable of his return, what that looks like coming out of the bye. You are being tested in the cornerback room right now. Before we get to the early part of the performance, what did you think about the defense overall? Awesome. I mean, you pitch a 35 nothing shutout for half the game. You could just cut the game there. That could have been the end of the game <laughs> because the second half just felt like, oh, we got to get 30 more minutes of football out of this. Um, yeah, they were fantastic. I mean, the interceptions early, you had Jermaine Pratt. Uh, that was a really nice one where P.J. Walker looks left off of play action. Then he looks to his right, and Pratt just keeps expanding and dropping more vertically, knowing that there's nothing underneath of him to hold him there. Drop, 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 and then uh, Walker throws it, not thinking a linebacker is going to be 15 yards downfield, and he's right underneath of him. So great play there to read Walker's eyes and expand out and work his way backwards in a spot drop. And then uh, Jesse Bates tips it overthrows. It was an overthrow. He caught it. And, oh, nice moves on the return. I don't think I've ever seen that from him. I was like, I'm going to draw up some ideas that will never happen. Who's the emergency wide receiver on the team? Could be Jesse Bates, you know, <laughs> just throw him a screen pass, threw a couple jukes in there. That was really cool. I. I didn't know he had that in him. And that started with him on the ground and nobody touched him. And that's mm-hmm. what it, so it went from like, I don't remember where the interception happened, but he gained like 25 extra yards when he got up and made like four guys miss. Very cool return. So both those guys, they both got game balls. I watched Zach Taylor's thing. Um, deserved because that was, that was really good. And uh, last thing I guess I want to point out is just Deontay Foreman, a lot of, concern about this Panthers run game and how it could kill the Bengals 31 yards not a big deal I mean game script got out of hand immediately but still they they had a good game how did you feel and obviously you're going to go back and watch the tape later this week and we'll get more in depth into that but Cam Taylor Britt and Eli Apple out there um Eli he's really good on these cover two cloud corner stuff uh, where he just he does such a nice job of sinking 
and gaining depth. That's what kind of caused the overthrow was Eli Apple kept getting more and more underneath it. And I think PJ went, oh, I don't want to throw this where Apple can pick me off. And he ends up leaving it too far where Bates can pick him off because he's hitting what on a chalkboard is a hole in the cover two defense, but it's not easy to do on the football field. So yeah, I thought Eli Apple played well. I thought, okay, Taylor Britt's up and down. And I mentioned this last week. He still has the college idea of how much contact he can have. And he's kind of a little grabby. He's a little physical. And he gets called for kind of weak, but still an illegal contact penalty. Gives him a free first down. You don't want that. Like, does every official call that? No. But in the NFL, that is technically a penalty, even though it's not a penalty in college. So there was that one. And then the touchdown he gives up. Um, Great job to be in position up through the catch point. And then Terrace Marshall jumps over him and comes down with it. Only thing you want from him is to be able to play through the hands of the receiver. Use your hand to go in between their hands, whether you're going to grab one of their hands down as he tries to catch it or play and hit the ball. Just something to knock that ball out of his hands because you're in a good spot. And um I think he, he was even looking up for the ball and everything. It's not like he didn't see it. It's just, it is also hard. He, he didn't have the size advantage. So I get that. But the only critique that on the touchdown he gave up is you got to be able to play through the hands of the receiver and not just be in a great position. And uh, I don't know, try to, you know, play the ball low. It was way up there. These guys in the NFL are really good at high pointing balls. And uh, even though that was Terrence Marshall's first ever touchdown, He's really good at it. Besides special teams, because I want to get to that in just a moment, was there anything else that really stood out from the game today? Um, one interesting thing is in the passing game, it was both underneath. Not, I don't think Burrow completed a pass over 20 air yards today. So he's doing a good job of sticking everything underneath. The Panthers like to play cover three and quarters. I don't know what they're playing because some broadcast you can't really see it that well. But there's these underneath throws are going to work against either one because underneath throws really work against a lot of stuff as long as your quarterback's really good. Um, it's just hard to make a living that way. But they did because of the run game too. And then the other thing that I found really interesting, and I don't think anybody else wanted to talk or not wanted, but anybody else talked about it was um, T. Higgins and his usage today. Everything was either an outbreaker or coming back to the quarterback. It basically, that just means he's isolated every single time because they're not playing cover two where you'd have a flat defender underneath. So that guy's going to be responsible for him once he hits about 10 yards. Everything he ran was like a more than 10 yards out route, more than 10 yards, and he's running a comeback, more than 10 yards curl route, just stuff that lets him isolate against the guy, either use his body to get himself in good position on these burrow throws, or he is an underrated route runner. And he got to show it today where he was getting open quite a bit. So when they needed a play, it felt like T was there on any type of outbreaking route. And that works against cover three or quarters because of the corner's responsibility. Thought that was really interesting. I thought that was a good game plan from Zach to be able to isolate T against a banged up secondary to just when you need a throw, there he is. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. 
No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, no, I, I like watching T, you know, just be more involved with the offense today because we talked a lot about the receiver duo and just all three of them, actually, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins, what you have in that group, and just want to see, you know, him more involved while Jamar Chase is currently sideline, sidelined with his in- injury. But I want to stay with the wide receiver group right now because – I said it to you on this last podcast, and I can't remember if I said it when we were recording or off the air, but if I was Joe Burrow, I'd probably never throw the ball to Mike Thomas ever again. And this team showed you what they thought about Mike Thomas today. It was more Trent Taylor. It was was Erwin. I I don't think they're going to go back to the Mike Thomas tree anytime soon. I think he's going to be a part of this team right now as a depth piece. Special teamer? I mean, there was a a special teamer, but there was a time at at the game, and I don't know if they showed this on TV. There was a time, I I would say in the second or maybe even the third quarter, where Mike Thomas was running on the field, off the field, off the field, on the field. Like, he didn't even know what he was supposed to be doing on offense during that time period, and then he just got off the field. I'm like, I'm sure the coaches were like, just go ahead and get to the sideline right now. But I feel like they showed everyone what they think about Mike Thomas right now because he's had his opportunities. You know, we go back to the Steelers game. There was the opportunity last week and you drop the ball when it goes right to you. Um, I I think they are going to stick with the receivers they currently have on this roster while they're waiting for Jamar Chase to return. It'll be interesting to go back and watch because Trent Taylor is definitely more known as a slot receiver. And so is Boyd. I know Boyd caught a back shoulder fade from the outside. I'm trying to think of anything else that Boyd caught that started from the outside because I feel like everything else – they did get interesting with one play. Uh, they ran like a flood concept, which is a, a go ball from the outside and then like a 10, 15 yard out route from the number two. Number two was Tyler Boyd on this play. He's running that out route. And uh, the number one, the guy who ran the go was, I believe, Samaje P. Ryan. So that, that's a way that they created an extra slot receiver because they don't have all these outside winners. They've got T and that's about it on the outside. So they use Samaj P. Ryan on the outside because you never throw that ball anyway. So they let him go on the go on the go route and clear it out for Boyd to work underneath of that on the out route. And I thought that was an interesting way to get Boyd into the slot while probably also on the other side getting Trent Taylor into the slot. Yeah, it's going to be something to keep an eye on when they play the Pittsburgh Steelers because, again, I will be surprised if Jamar Chase returns to that. If he does, amazing, awesome. We'd love to see it. Uh, but but we'll get to special teams. I want to get to that right now, and, and we'll we'll see if we need to extend this to our third segment or not. But um, Evan McPherson. Another miss. What do we think about that? Because there were times this season, most of 2021 is the Evan McPherson year, his rookie year where they needed those walk-offs. You can look at the playoffs, what a big part he was in the playoffs. And – 
this year they've needed him at times, but not a whole lot of walk-off wins for this team. Is there something to be concerned about with Evan McPherson right now? Like a two out of 10 on the concern. I don't know. Like I, I talk about it and I think this time the snap and hold were fine. I don't think there was anything wrong with those. So it's all him. Um, I thought, including last week, I don't know. There is some concern that it's just like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm saying I don't know a lot because I don't think he's a bad kicker. I don't think he's a kicker that, you know, you shouldn't have. I think he's a good kicker. He's going through a little bit. And this is just a variance also of kicking field goals. And when you're not Justin Tucker, sometimes – you're not going to hit 90% of your field goals. Um, as long as he's able to hit, he, I don't know, he's got ice in his veins and he can hit them when it matters most. But his consistency right now, especially in that like 40 to 50 yard range, not beyond 50, but just before it, that's what's really, he missed those last year too. So that just might not be his spot, but he has to be able to get good at that if he's going to be, you know, one of the elite kickers in this league. So the concern of him being like not a guy I can trust is pretty low. The concern about him being Justin Chuck, Justin Tucker Jr., that's pretty high because you know, I don't know if Justin Tucker ever had this had all those misses in a year. I haven't looked, but um, he's got a heck of a leg. As long as he can work through this and get right by the by the time these kicks are going to matter the most, Chiefs, Bills, Titans, you know, the division winners, <laughs> if, if they, he can get right for those games, not leave points on the field, then I'll feel better about it. It was just a slight concern today. And I don't know. That is not like a, not like a lot of – I don't know. A lot of special teams it has issues right now. It's weird because that's usually the unit you trust and Darren Simmons. But Huber's not been a great punter. The kick return game has been awful. No one just playing on Evans. It feels like he's getting hit right away too. And then the kicking game has regressed. So I'm not saying anything about Simmons, but it's just like this is a little bit surprising from the Bengals because we usually trust our trust the special teams coordinator on this team. Yeah, I think bye week is going to be good for a lot of people on this team. We talk about the health and just getting healthier, but also for special teams. Uh, I'm sure for Evan, look, I've never been a kicker in the NFL, believe it or not, um, where it could be a mental game too. And sometimes maybe you just need that halfway point of the season and you reset and things get worked out for, like you mentioned, the second half of the season where the schedule doesn't get easy. But I want to get to that, a look ahead up to the midway point of the season for the Bengals right now and our next segment of It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. 